live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, it's the Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. George Camel, Ramsey personality, YouTube host, and uh, author of the brand new book, Breaking Free from Broke, is my co-host today. Open phones at 888-825-5225. That's 888-825-5225. A lot of you calling in the last several days have been brand new to this whole Ramsey thing, uh, the stuff that we teach. And so it probably is a good idea, I just decided this, um, for George and I to spend a segment outlining some of the basics. Number one, uh, when I was 28 years old, I'm 63 now, so when I was 28 years old, I filed bankruptcy because I'd gone into too much debt, I lost everything, and I got the opportunity to start over. I went on a quest to learn how money really works because at that point I had a finance degree and several other letters and licenses after my name that said I was supposed to know something about money, but I was broke. So obviously what I learned was wrong. And I discovered this thing from rich old people called common sense. And it also lined up with what the Bible says about money. Get out of debt, live on less than you make, have a written plan called a budget, invest and save, be generous and we've capsulized that into live like no one else so that later you can live and give like no one else. And then we started teaching people what order to do these things in because all these questions came up about insurance and retirement and kids' college. And we put together a process called the Baby Steps, and it became a 10 million copy book called The Total Money Makeover, teaching people how to do the Baby Steps. Also, about 11 million people now have been through Financial Peace University, the class that we teach. All of these things outline what we, the Ramsey personalities, call the Ramsey way, which is now a proven plan to become wealthy, not only get out of debt, but to become wealthy. It is the fastest right way to build wealth. So, George, let's unpack the baby steps. Absolutely. So it's seven steps in a very particular order, and they have to be done in this order with intentionality and intensity. So baby step one is a $1,000 starter emergency fund. This is a small buffer between you and life as you begin to pay off debt, which is baby step two. Pay off all consumer debt except the mortgage using the debt snowball method. That means smallest to largest balance. We're ignoring the interest rate. We are focused on behavioral momentum and progress here. And you roll the payment into the next one and into the next one as you knock the small ones out and you're debt free. An average on 18 to 24 months, people following the plan. Once you have no debt, now we can get that starter emergency fund beefed up to a fully uh, funded emergency fund of three to six months of expenses, not income. And most people do that in six to 12 months. Once we have no debt and a pile of money to protect us from life's emergencies, a rainy day fund, now we move on to investing. What's interesting is baby steps four, five, six are done simultaneously, but in order. So you're going to start by investing 15% of your household income into retirement, 401ks, IRAs. Once you have that plate spinning, you got 15%, start, start funding the kid's college. And that looks different for everyone. And once you have some money going to the college fund, now we can start aggressively attacking that mortgage and pay the mortgage off uh, early. And that takes you to step seven, which is build wealth and give. And, and when you don't have any payments in the world. It's amazing. No house payment, no car payment, no student loan that's been around so long you think it's a pet. 
master card is no longer your master. You haven't discovered bondage or American distress. Instead, you're free, and you now have control of your most powerful wealth-building tool, which is your income. And um, the steps one through three, the starter emergency fund, getting out of debt except the house, and, the, and a fully funded emergency fund are done with great intensity. If your broke friends aren't making fun of you, you're not doing it right. If broke people make fun of you, if fat people make fun of your diet, you're doing it right. Think about it. You have, you know, you're going to eat that. You're just going to, yeah. So there you go. So that, that's the thing. Now, now with great intensity, you're not going out to eat. You're eating at home. It's cheaper and it's better for you. You're not going on vacation. You're broke. Broke people don't need to go on vacation. So you're, you're getting out of debt. You list your debts smallest to largest and you attack them with a vengeance. We call it gazelle intensity after the gazelle running from the cheetah. He's running for his freaking life. So act like it. Otherwise, you work your whole life and you make more money than 90% of the people on the planet make and you retire broke and hope the government, which is well known for its ability to handle money, will take care of you. That's a stupid butt plan. You're going to count on social insecurity? No, you're not. Don't do that. Then when you get those three things out of the way, I mean, think about it. What if you had no payments but a house payment and $15,000 cash in the bank? Well, you'd be in the top 4 or 5% of Americans, for one thing. You could breathe. Can you breathe that in? Just, just a little peace right there. Financial peace, two words that don't go together, like airline service, right? I mean, come on. List it out there. Now, then you start doing, as George said, four, five, and six simultaneously, retirement, kids, college, and paying off the house with other money we can find. You're going to do that not with intensity, but with intentionality. We're going to get off the gazelle thing. We actually can go out to eat, buy a couch. We can go on vacation again. Upgrade the car in cash. Got to upgrade the car because you're probably driving a hoopty at this point because we got rid of the stupid $85,000 car. Have you lost your mind and wondering why you're broke? See, this is what we do. It's grandma's common sense. If you can't pay for it, you don't buy it for the rest of your life because you will destroy your most powerful wealth-building tool, which is your income. Shut up. Be a grown-up. No whining allowed. Suck it up, buttercup. That's the Ramsey plan. That's it. It's that simple and it's that hard. And people think, Dave, well, this is going to take me 30 years. To no. People on average, baby steps one through three, to get out of debt and have the emergency fund, you're talking two and a half to three years. Even paying off the house, the people following the baby steps, they pay off their house on average in seven years. Exactly. And, the, and typically, they are millionaires easily within t the first decade. That's from the amazing time they start to think this about. Stuff. So how old are you? I'm 34 now. And a million, you're a millionaire, debt-free house and everything. And I started this plan when $40,000 in consumer debt. And you were how old? 23 years old. Okay. So 11 years from then to today. Yeah. And by the, by actually at about 10 years, you were there and yes, you were working here, but no, he didn't make that much. I don't pay that well. No, I'm kidding. I'm a W2 employee. I didn't, I'm not some <laughs> entrepreneur side hustler guy. Everyone thinks you have to have some kind of weird hustle to you make it. You cannot out earn your stupidity. You got to live on less than you make. It. I went broke trying that. I'm good at making money. I've always been good at making money. What I wasn't good at is taking care of it once I made it. And that's how I went broke at 28 years old. And then from then on, I've been telling everybody else not to do this. 
You know, Dave Ramsey just doesn't understand. Dave Ramsey's done it. Shut up. I am the story. Shut up. No excuses, wuss. Go do it. This is the Ramsey Show. Are you working the baby steps? One of the smartest and most impactful changes you can make is to ditch your cash value life insurance plan, if you have one, and replace it with a term life policy. Listen, the only thing a cash value policy is good for is overcharging you for the life insurance and then paying you a crappy rate of return on your overpayment. Stop wasting your money and really focus on getting out of debt and growing your savings. For over 25 years, I've trusted and used Xander Insurance to find the best rates on term life insurance from the top rated companies. They keep the whole thing simple. You can apply online or over the phone and they even have low cost plans that don't require an exam. Go to Xander.com or call 800-356-4282. Even if you don't have a cash value policy, if you're one of the 70% of people who have no life insurance or not enough, it's even more important to get this done. 800-356-4282 or Xander.com. George Camel, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. Thank you for joining us, America. George is the author of the brand new book, Breaking Free from Broke. We'd love to have you pick it up at Ramsey Solutions or anywhere great books are sold. RamseySolutions.com, to be precise. Thanks for hanging out with us. The phone number here is 888-825-5225. I want to say thank you to all of you. We've been asking you to subscribe and click the subscribe button, click the follow button, uh, and you have been. We appreciate it. Uh, and you've been leaving some really nice five-star reviews on the show. Thank you for that. You're very helpful. We appreciate you. And of course you can uh, help. The big thing is share the show. If the platform that you're on has a share capability, just click share and send it to somebody or cut the, you know, cut the link out. Or if you're listening on talk radio, just tell people where you're listening, just share, tell people what you're doing. And, um, you know, uh, we appreciate it because we know it's happening because we just hit number one on all Apple podcasts the other day. Number one of all of them. That's kind of mind blowing. And we've had our billionth download one. Wow billion downloads and that's because of you guys thank you so much for that all right up next is going to be jim in raleigh north carolina hi jim how are you i'm well hi dave um so my question today dave is so me and my family were on baby step four and we are we want to buy a house and we've we've, we've saved up you know about twenty five thirty thousand dollars to buy a house but good for you, you know, my, my profession is very volatile um, you know I'm, I'm a college football coach um, so like we could, we could be somewhere a year, we could be somewhere 10 years, we could be moving across the country and, and we're just trying to figure out when is the best time to buy a house. And we've got, we've got a young family and we're, we're kind of sick of renting and we kind of, we want our own spot and we're just kind of trying to figure out when is the best time for us to do it. Do you have a winning season? <laughs> uh, this last year we did not. Okay. So, so when you're on, moving, on move. <laughs> uh, uh, so right now we're kind of looking right now we're looking. So uh, yeah, we're, 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 I'm a young coach and uh, you know, we're looking and we're just trying to figure out, okay, okay this next job is, it, are we going to buy? Or yeah, obviously yeah. It, it kind of depends on you know where we end up, but, um, just trying to figure out, should we even be considering like, like, like I said, yes, you should buy, just kind of, just you should of, buy, you, you should know, buy because we don't know. Now, here's what you want to look for, Nick, uh, in your situation, or I'm sorry, Jim, in your situation. Um, typically, 
you need to own a house in most markets a couple of years. Otherwise, you're going to lose money on it. Okay. Yep. But in most cases, you're going to be there two years. Yep. Okay. And the way to be careful about that is if you are going into some uh, job where it's a super small town and there's not much of a market, you need to be careful. But if it's a metro area where there's a good market and you can turn the property over, then you're probably going to make money after two years in most cases, just historically. Now, if you want to be real nerdy about it, here's how you can do it. When you are looking at a neighborhood in the next town that you're going to move into, ask the real estate agent and get one of the good Ramsey trusted real estate brokers that we endorse. Ask the agent to pull some MLS multiple listing service statistics for you. Here are the two stats you want. Okay. Number one, just say within a five mile radius of this house we're looking at. Just like a drop a dot in the middle of it, five mile radius. You following me? Yep. What is the average annual growth rate in prices for the last 10 years? Got it. Yep. Now, keep in mind, you have 20 in there and 20 is screwed up statistics because after the Fauci pandemic, people came out of their houses like a Baptist looking for a casserole and ran the real estate market up, right? Yep. Okay. So you, you got an anomaly in the stats there, but other than that, Look for it hard, and you're looking for average annual rate of return. A correlating number is the second one, and that's average days on the market, D-O-M. How long does it take the house to sell on average in a five-mile radius of this house? So let me give you a couple of different number ways you look at that number, okay? If it comes back, the average annual rate of return on the house is 2%, and the days on the market are 270, nine months you're going to lose your butt. Don't buy. Yep. Cause it's going to take nine months to sell it. And you're going to make 4% in two years and it's going to cost you 12% to get out of the house. You're going to lose money and you're going to have trouble selling it. Right. The yep. other end of the spectrum would that be a slow draggy market? The other end of the spectrum would be average days on the market, seven days. And the appreciation rate is 10% a year. You're going to make 20% in two years and you can dump the thing in a heartbeat. Yeah, you buy there. You see how I'm doing these stats? So yep. and the, and yep. you'll find them running together. Okay, you don't have long days on the market and high appreciation rates. It's very unusual. Yep, so they go together. It's usually a, usually an active market and you've got good appreciation <laughs> rates. So but if you're moving, you know, we talked to the military guys about this too. If you're in the military, don't buy a house cuz they move your butt every 2 years unless you move into a metro area. But if you move in one of these podunk military towns where the whole economy is the military, all you've got is a bunch of houses on the market all the time from the last goobers that moved in there and bought a house. Okay. So you can't, yep. they don't appreciate and you can't get rid of them. But if you're moving, if you're in the Navy and you're moving into San Diego, which is fairly typical by the way, uh, or you're moving into Virginia beach or something like that, you got a very active market and you're going to be able to get out of it and make some money. So Two years is your, you need to know you're going to be there two years and look at those numbers nerdy. And yes, you should buy because you might have a 17 year run. Saban did. You never know. <laughs> Dream big. And the last thing, Dave, that you've talked about before is not overbuying in the neighborhood. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't buy the top of the market Buy middle to bottom of the market in that neighborhood. So if the houses on that street are, most of them are $350,000. Don't buy the $450,000 one. Buy the three hundred and fifty or three hundred one, 
because people don't drive down that street looking for that price range. They drive down the street looking for three fifty. So don't buy four fifty on that over the top of the market on that street. That's a good point, George. So and, and you know use other common sense things like this, is the house ugly when you stand in front of it? You can't get over ugly. Ugly is to the bone, man. So you can't get over it. If it's just your standard has no curb appeal and you're getting a deal when you sell it, you're going to give it a deal because it's got no curb appeal. It's ugly. Make so, a pretty uh, stage and there are nicely. houses out there that are, trust me, are ugly. And uh, so, but I have overlooked them in the name of price sometimes and it's bit me in the butt. So mm-hmm. I don't do it anymore. Uh, I buy stuff that's pretty or can be pretty when I dress it up a little bit. Well, sometimes it's, you know, we can swap the carpet and the paint. Yeah. That's an easy fix. Yeah, but, but if you put layout, lipstick on a pig, it's still a pig. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Good good question. I like your question. And yeah, I think you're, you know, you're you're going to you're going to buy and you're going to be fine and you're going to end up, you know, you are going to move. It's the nature of your business. I got football coaches in our family and you know, you are going to move. It's part of it. Uh but hopefully you got runs that are longer than 2 years and you're in good solid markets where you can make some money. Maybe if he buys, he'll be more incentivized to be a better coach and more wins. Oh, Is that how that works? No, I think I think he's going to be a good coach. He's a great coach. He's call, oh, he's listening on. to the Ramsey show. That come tells on. me he's a he's a wise man. There you go. There you go. He's a great coach. What do you mean? Yeah, I mean, you know, you don't you don't become a better coach cuz you buy a house. That just makes you more stuck, you know. That's true. You know. And, and the other thing comes somebody may come along and want to pay you double. And you want to leave? Oh, but you got you're tied. Yeah, with this so asset. There you go. It's not easy as easy to just up and leave. Yeah, you got to buy my house and buy out my contract in order to get me. You know, then you got you got two problems, right? So, uh, all, I don't all, think all I could that. coach little league at this point, Dave. Have you ever done some coaching? Uh, not at not not been paid. No, I just just avoided the just parents. ministry time. Yeah, Daniel and Daniel was playing ice hockey, and he's a little bitty guy. We coached from four years old till thirteen. At thirteen, the mouth kicked in, and I quit. Oof. So I can't do mouth, and I would get put in jail these days. So um, the, I think the, this could be like a Netflix somebody, series. I mean, I, I'm, it's a hockey coach. I mean, you got a stick in my hand. You're not going to do this. So it's like, no. America needs to see Dave Ramsey no, coaching little league. No, it's not a good idea. It's, I was a good. I was sweet to the kids. I just don't. I, the helicopter parents are morons. You're yelling at the parents, so, not the kids, at uh, that point. I'd sit down with them at the first of every year. Listen, I'm doing this for free, so I can hang out with my son. If you want to take over at any time, you can. And if you bitch about it, you're going to be taken over. So there you go. Dave this Ramsey's is, Rules of Little go. League. This is the Ramsey Show. George Camel, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today in the lobby of Ramsey Solutions on the debt-free stage. Seth and Sierra? Yes. yes Sierra <laughs> are with us. I want to make sure I pronounced your name right. Welcome, you guys. Good to have you. Where do you live? Clarksville. Clarksville, Clarksville, Tennessee. Welcome, yes, just up the road. You had to slip and slide a little to get down here. Yes, sir, we did. All right. <laughs> How much debt have you guys paid off? Hundred and ten thousand dollars. All right. How long did that take? Thirty-six months. Good for you. And your range of income during that time? Started at thirty-eight, ended at one twenty. Good lord. Okay. What do y'all do for a living? <laughs> I'm a police officer. Okay. And I'm in accounting. All right. So, how did you jump your income from thirty-eight to one twenty? Somebody got a job. Uh, you. I got a job. Okay. Woo. I lost my job because of COVID, and then I became a leasing agent at our apartment complex. I did that for two years, and then I got an accounting job, um, and then that was the last hole for our uh, debt-free. So I've been it. in that job for 
almost well two years to january so cool. but between the two of us we had five jobs yeah. oh okay wow. i got that? two other jobs and she got two jobs wow getting it what kind of debt was the hundred and ten thousand? Oh, we had ten thousand on a credit card, thirteen thousand on a car, and eighty-seven thousand dollars in student loans. Wow. Okay. So, criminal justice degree or what? <laughs> yes, sir. Criminal justice. Degree. Okay. All right. I was guessing. Okay. Good. Very good. So, uh, what happened thirty-six months ago? You said three years ago. This has got to change. Yes, sir. Uh, Coming co- out the backside of the pandemic, right? In short, that's what happened. The pandemic mm-hmm. hit, and uh, we were doing a lot better off than a lot of other people. I mean, we had money in the savings account, but we just a whole lot of normal. She lost her job. You know, she mm-hmm. called me when I was at work one day and said, "Hey, they're 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 telling us not to come back into work." So uh, things got really tight there for a minute, mm-hmm. and and we were kind of still making it, but kind of too much month left at the end of the money. So. I remember I was just laying in bed, and, and she was laying there, and she was just really stressing about the money, and I, I didn't like that. So I was like, oh, I can't control a pandemic. I can't control anything else, but I can control how we spend our money and how we move forward. So uh, I looked you up. Well, I looked up just how to manage money better, and your plan came across, and I was like, this guy's plan works. you know. So I just did it. Never heard of us before that. Never no. never heard of you before that. Um, wow. I just looked up like how to – how to manage money better and i watched just about every youtube video it was funny she went to bed and then i stayed up watching just about every youtube video of you i could watch and i was like you know i'm not the smartest you know guy but dang i can work <laughs> dang it i can work so, i know how to work i know how to make money i know how to work but yeah, like that's it. most of the battle when yeah. it comes to getting out of debt is being yeah. willing to do it and sacrifice and you guys did it working five jobs Absolutely. to get out of this mess yep so the wake-up call is the stress point then you're flipping through these videos. What were you seeing there that made you say, I can do this? What was it that gave you hope? You know, every other every other plan that I saw, there was some kind of gimmick that went with it. You know, zero interest credit card or do this. I'm like, well, that just, that just moves the problem. That doesn't fix the problem. And uh, I watched Dave Ramsey does the Baby Steps Live in Dallas, and you're screaming at us, telling us how stupid we are. And I'm like, you know what? <laughs> this guy... That's one of my favorite videos. I, yeah, I think, that, was that from like the nineties or yeah, early two thousands? You did a thing for, I think on Fox. I have no idea. I was I was watching like, this guy screaming about gazelles and telling me to go to work and call, telling me yeah this this guy yeah. <laughs> we don't sell microwaves we sell crockpots I'm like that's that's the plan I need right there so uh, okay. I would like to add that I wasn't on board at first because <laughs> I was like terrified because I just lost my job I was sure. on unemployment and he was like we're getting out of debt and I was like I don't have a job like how can we do this like. And he made me News watch your video. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so yeah. at first I called you a fun terrorist, Dave. Yeah. That's but it. then I got. I am. I am a fun terrorist. That's good. <laughs> I, I got like on that. board. Yeah. Looking back, I feel Not really bad. Not a violent bad. terrorist, but fun. Yes. Looking back, I feel really bad because she went to sleep with, with her husband and she woke up with some yeah, raving some lunatic. new person that just wanted to get out of debt. That's how it goes. Yeah. 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 We'll blame YouTube for that. <laughs> <laughs> you go down the rabbit hole of Ramsey videos, you walk out yep. on a, a different man. Oh, that's yeah. the one. That is great. Thank you, YouTube. Wow. That's very cool. So you guys, that within a few days of that, rolled up your sleeves, got on a budget, and started, I guess. Yes, sir. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. So way to go. What was, was yeah. what was the most lucrative side hustle, the one that surprised you? Like, oh, my gosh, this is pretty incredible. Well, actually um, – I was like, you did electric work. I did electric work, and I think the the most lucrative for me was working security at the church yeah, I security. attend. Oh, they, nice! They decided we were really blessed. I mean, God really came through in a lot of ways for mm-hmm. us uh, in this. Uh, and the church was like, "Hey, we need somebody to do security. Can you do it?" Sure, I'm here anyway. So they uh, paid me like forty bucks an hour. Just wow! To, yeah, yeah, it was pretty good. So that that came through 
Really. And then you got some on-the-job experience there now as yeah. a police officer. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. Are you are you a police officer in Clarksville? Yes, sir. If I ever get pulled over there, I'll be like, hey, <laughs> I know Seth. Does that do anything <laughs> yeah. for you? Probably not, but, you know, I'll, I'll try. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying, I got commissions with leasing apartments, so that was also very She's really good. Yeah. 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 Very good. So. Good, good job, you guys. Thanks, well sir. done. What do you tell people the key to getting out of debt is now that you've done it? communication sticking it out together and also trusting the lord we had never tithed before oh so we started doing that and that's when everything changed yeah Mm. yeah it really did it really did when we started handling money god's way it really really what church are you in there uh first baptist in clarksville yeah Yeah, okay excellent that's where we go uh but uh yeah perseverance um you know, we had a lot of things happen. We had to pay a lot of stuff out of pocket. You know, we mm-hmm. had a move in there. We had some medical bills in there we had to pay. Mm-hmm. But just get right back on that horse and keep going and, and lean on each other. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, there would be times I'm working 90 hours a week. It was hard 36 months. Very hard. Yeah, it was very hard. Very hard. Yeah. Very Towards different. the now, end now of it. Now that you're 100% yeah. free. It's <sighs> amazing. Was it worth it? Yes, yes, sir. Absolutely. Don't want to go back in it. No, 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 never. I don't want to ever have to live like that again. It's live like that, so never never live like that, right? Yes, yeah. sir. Yeah. It's funny. Um, we kind of switched roles. Seth was wanting to save the money. He saved the money when we were going through the debt journey, and I was wanting to spend it. And then uh, once we got debt-free, I was like, I'm a hoarder now. I like, want to save all the money. And Seth's like, I want to buy something. Yeah. Now we're finally out. <laughs> she, she's calling me about a $10 expense at Walmart, and I'm like, just buy it. Yeah. <laughs> we have the money. you got to rewire your brain to go, oh, we're free now. Yeah. Yeah. We're free. Yeah. We can enjoy life. Absolutely. Way to go, guys. Congratulations. We're proud of y'all. Thank you, sir. Well done. Very well done. This is, uh, it's an honoring to us to hear that the – so the YouTube uh, videos in the middle of the night gave you some hope when everything was o- closing in on you. Absolutely, you know, and that's that's a cool thing. That's very neat. Um, and you know, obviously, you got access to that all free. That's that's perfect. That's the way it should be. I love it. The YouTube team and the SEO team working on. Hey, if he searches for how to manage money, we want to show up. <laughs> we want to give people hope instead of some shortcut scheme that's out there. Yep. Yeah, that wasn't an accident. Yeah, that, that, very good. Congratulations, you guys. Hey, we've got the uh, Live and Give box for you, for you to be able to enjoy some of these things and give some away. The Baby Steps Millionaire's book, uh, because that's your next step. You will be one. You are on track to do that for sure. The Total Money Makeover book. And, uh, of course, the Financial Peace University membership. Uh, We want you to enjoy all of those things or give them, depending on how you want to do it. It's the Live and Give box. Uh, Congratulations again. Thank you. Way to go. Very cool. Did you have people... uh, telling you you shouldn't be doing this that you're crazy people thought we were nuts <laughs> yeah we had people that just kind of didn't understand the urgency not yeah. that they didn't support it it's just they didn't understand like the urgency of getting out of debt because we're so we're still young so i had so many people telling me don't pay off your student loans they're going to forgive it they're going to forgive it and i'm like i've never trusted the government for anything so i'm like no and yeah. Yeah. yeah these are people that would never say that about anything else mm-hmm. but they say it about that that's so strange right yeah well, how do you like me now, huh? There we go. Exactly. Toby Keith, right? Exactly. Way to go, you guys. Excellent stuff. All right. Seth and Sierra, Clarksville, Tennessee, $110,000 paid off in 36 long months, making 38 to 120. They're free. Count it down. Let's hear a debt-free scream. Three, Three two, one. one. We're, We're debt-free! Yeah! <laughs> done i know how to work that was just what a talent it's a mic drop right there if you're not scared of work i'm pretty sure you're like invincible in this economy 
Uh, it's like, you know, having, you know, having common sense is like having a superpower. It's pretty crazy. This is the Ramsey Show. George Camel, Ramsey personality, author of the brand new book, Breaking Free from Broke, is my co-host today. Thanks for hanging out with us, America. It's book launch week for George. We're all really excited about this book. It is selling like crazy. You guys, it's going to be a great help to you. We're, we're just pumped for you. Jacob is with us in Macon, Georgia. Hi, Jacob. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hey, Dave. How you doing? Better than I deserve. What's up? Well... I went a little bit crazy last year. Um, me and my wife jumped on a journey to pay down as much debt as possible. We paid off $240,000 last year. Way to go. But um, I also spent everything I had in my savings, everything that we had made together. I mean, I, I unloaded just about everything into it. We still got uh, $14,000 know, between savings and checkings. I got $5,000 in cash. Um, but I need a tractor to be able to take care of my property. And I know that you are uh, 100% against, you know, any kind of financing, but a new tractor these days between you know, 50 and 60,000 to be able to have the right size to do, you know, my property. Um, so I don't know, you know, is financing okay, especially at 0% for 60, 60 months or, yeah, I'm uh, so you went crazy getting out of debt and yes, you know that we tell people not to borrow money and you called here wanting to finance a tractor. I, I just don't know. I, I, like I said, I think I kind of put myself into a boat. You know, my property's going to end up taking over. Like what said, what, what, what do you make through. a year? Uh, last year we made 210000 Um mm-hmm. I am laid off from my job. Um, and so I'm, you know, going off of my wife's, uh, income at the moment and she's a women's health nurse practitioner. So what does she make? 100, 120. Okay. And so when are you going back to work? Um, we're not sure yet. Um, no, I mean, you're not looking uh, yeah. for another job. You're waiting on them. Um, uh, we kind of are making the decision at the moment as to whether I'm going to be a stay-at-home dad to homeschool our two girls because we're not exactly too fond of the um, school systems. Um, so we're kind of in, in between at this point. She's, we're both talking about, um, you know, getting some cattle and, you know, just making some money off of the farm since we've already got the property. How much of acreage um, do you have? 42 and a half acres. Does not take a $62,000 tractor to take care of 42 acres, dude. Seriously. It's not that big a spread. Okay. You know that. And you can't afford it. You don't have the money. So, um, and you're not making a living on the 42 acres. You may have a few cattle, but you don't even need a tractor for cattle. Have somebody run a bush Mm -hmm. hog over there every so often or something, maybe, but... Um, especially if you're going to decide to stay at home, uh, mm-hmm. and cut your income almost in half. Right. Why don't you go back to your, to, to your old career, even if it's not with the company that laid you off? 
Um, kind of the, uh, as much as I'd like to, we're looking at the well-being of taking care of our children. What were they doing while you were working? Uh, well, me and my wife are four states away from each other. and uh, You're four states away from each other? Well, that's an yes, interesting sir, piece of information said, halfway through the conversation. We, we, uh, we did something crazy. We went all out to pay off as much debt as humanly possible to where I mean, we paid down the house halfway, and uh, all other debt is gone. So you're so, there. Where is she? Uh, she's in Georgia. We're both in Georgia now. She's back to Macon. Yes, that, that's where she's been. I went to Ohio to uh, work construction. Oh, I see. And that's what you got laid off from? Yes, sir. I see. Okay. So not only do you not want to be a... Uh, you're, you're not only worried about the kids in school, but you're also worried about being away from your family all the time. That's fair. That's a lot. That's a lot better plan. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you could, but but you might not make as much as you used to make if you work construction in your area, right? Yes, sir. Uh, it'd be cut down to uh, between fifty to sixty thousand. Yeah. So what do you owe on your? What do you? Uh, how much, the only debt you have left is your property. Yes, sir. Uh, we owe uh, two hundred and sixty thousand. Wow. So you paid off other stuff then, not that. Uh, she, it, uh, the house was uh, almost half a million dollars, and then I paid off her car also. And then my other house in Kentucky is paid off. What's the house in Kentucky? Uh, it's one that I bought while I was going to school. Um, it was something I bought online. What's it worth? I did Two hundred to two hundred and twenty. Sell it and pay off your house and buy a tractor. Why do you have a house in Kentucky? You didn't set out to do that. You ended up with it from back in the day. If you didn't own it right now, you wouldn't write a check for two hundred thousand dollars to buy a house in Kentucky, Tennessee, or Arkansas. Right. It's very random in your life now. I understand how you got there. But I would sell it and pay off your mortgage and use your fabulous fact that you have no payments in the world to save up and pay cash for a used tractor. Not 60, maybe 30, but pay for it. Okay. Oh, the house. Why do you want to hang on to this house? You're not going to do that, are you? Uh, No, I've got some attachment. Uh, We've talked about for the last year to sell it. I've got um, got $130,000 to $150,000 equity in it. Who cares? Sell it. Do you care more about your kids or this random house? Why? What are you attached to a house in Kentucky for? (laughs) I had it for going to Bible college. (laughs) Who cares? Jesus didn't live there. Take a picture and put it on the wall. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's it's not an heirloom. It's a house. It's not your great-grandfather's Bible. It's a house. I mean, dude, really? Okay, I I don't think I can help you, man. But that's what I would do if I woke up in your shoes. I would sell the house in Kentucky, and I would solve a lot of my problems by doing that and get the house that you're living in paid off. I think I heard you could pay it off. I thought it was paid for, and then I thought he said he owed 130 so now I'm confused. I kept learning new facts along the way. This whole thing unfolded. But you kept saying, we keep doing We did this crazy thing. We did this crazy thing. Paul was an accordion. But um, I think 
the craziest thing is to keep this house when you have this dream to run this property and homeschool the kids, and yet you're hanging on to this property There's that could get you free. Of, you got you got too many conflicting priorities, and so we need to decide what it is we really want in this life and give up a bunch of the other stuff to get what you really want. And if you really want to be home with the kids, great. If that's really what's driving this, I think you really want to be off the road, and I think you won't play gentleman farmer. That's what I think, and I think you're blaming your kids, so I'm going to be real hard on you now. But um, um, that's okay. And by the way, 42 acres is a gentleman farmer. That's not a, that's not somebody making a living. So um, uh, anyway, yeah, you do what you want to do. But uh, if I were in your shoes, I would get a job in construction, and I would sell the house in Kentucky, and I would buy a used tractor for cash, and I would pay off my house. That's what I would do. But you're going to do what you're going to do. But thanks for calling. Appreciate you. Interesting being here. story, at the very least. A lot going on yeah. there. Yeah. Moral of the story, too, is if you move four states away temporarily and take a high-end, you know, high-paying construction job, if you're willing to sacrifice being away from your family, which he did for a short period of time there, you can make a ton of money. And that's what he did. And I don't recommend that for a way of life, but I do appreciate Jacob's work ethic. Oh, yeah. Being willing to go do that for a short period of time to accomplish some of the goals. He just got stuff out of line in the in the, in the process. And um, th- then when he suddenly got sent home, I, I think it threw him into a tizzy yeah this might be kind of a midlife crisis situation trying to figure out what's next but yep. hope he figures yeah. it out soon absolutely we gave him the plan thank you jacob that puts us out of the ramsey show in the books